Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Bezus Hashem BPM number 18. That's Bayez Panimi Shear number 18 for the men. And today we're going to discuss more the union of the frequency of intimacy. And again, I want to make a general Agdama here as well. Um, I mentioned in the previous year that there will be certain explicit material that I will not discuss in the Shiurim, um, that one has questions on certain things about it, they could reach out to me privately, and either, if I know it, what the answer would be, I would provide the answer myself, and if not, I would ask a Ra about the general question and convey it privately. Um, when it comes to certain intimate, explicit acts, halachically, what the issue, you know, what it would be. But over here, we're discussing now the frequency of how often a couple should be intimate. And before I talk about this, I just want to also say that this is just a general guideline. You may hear differently from any particular Rav or Mayrei Rav or Chassan or Kala teacher. Or if you ask privately, a couple goes to somebody, they may give a suggestion that may be somewhat different than what we're saying here. Or, and again, a lot depends from couple to couple. And a lot of times common sense is to be used. So what I am saying here, and again, I'm giving this as Agdam of the Shir, it's just a general guideline, an overview of things to think about. Benegea, the frequency of intimacy, of physical intimacy in your marriage. But again, if you have questions about it, and if you know, you know whatever whatever it may be, that even though it's a devarim shebetzina, it's something that really is private only between a husband and wife. But here it's taira anilomad, especially if there's a difference in parameters of what the husband and wife wants pertaining to frequency. Then sometimes it is healthy to go to a mayrohira privately to a Rav who's sensitive and understands these things, to guide the both of you, especially if you have differences of views and how often the intimacy should be. And even if, let's say, you're on the same page and you're just concerned of, quote-unquote, over or under doing it, then also you ask a Mayra So that's my Agdama to this year, that this, what I'm saying here, is a general guideline. It doesn't take the place of needing to ask when a couple feels they need to ask but this is just the general guideline of it. Now, the general guideline, it's pretty clear from the Paiskim Bismanazeh that they're meant as a minimum to be intimate twice a week. And with one of those two times, ideally, if possible, to be Leil Shabbos. Now, I remember, and I mentioned it once before, and this was a chuv, I think, from the 1950s, probably, from Ebionis Steif, Zeich where he had a tshuva, and again, I don't have it in front of me, but I remember the gist of it, the general guideline of it. What happened was, is, is that the husband wanted to have physical intimacy very often, even four times a week. That's what he felt he needed. That's what he wanted. And the wife here had certain pain or discomfort and felt she just simply couldn't do that. And that caused some you know, friction and with Shalom because she barely didn't want it at all because it was a painful experience for her. And what he now, Baruch Hashem Bezman if that occurs with a couple, there is medical treatments, there's so many things Bezman that could be remedied if there is pain or discomfort 
with the physical intimate aspects of it. So if someone's experiencing now, and they get the help that they need with it from a doctor, OBGYN, whatever it is, a lot of these problems could be resolved. But let for whatever, but this was the Shaila, and Rabbi Anderson Steif, interesting, gave this guideline of twice a week. And basically he, he wrote directing to the husband and directing to the, to the wife. And he directed to the husband saying that I understand you want and need it more, but you need to consider that for your wife it's very uncomfortable. And you should try your best to be accepting of twice a week. And then he, she, he sort of in the tshuva turned to the wife and said, I know it's not comfortable for you, but for the sake of shalom bias and for the importance of the marriage, it's important to try to strain yourself and do the best to upkeep that twice a week and not do less, even though it's uncomfortable. So he told the husband not to push him for more and told the wife to try her best to accommodate for the two twice a week that he said. And that was the gist of that tshuva. So it seems like the Paiskim most hold that you know, you have in the Gemara that there's a Aynes Talmud Chacham, Shabbos, the Shabbos, once a week Shabbos. But um, it's pretty clear that Gros Moshe, just give you Mar Makaymus, Arachayim, Simen Resh Pei, Simen Aleph, and Evan Ezechelik, Aleph, Simen Kuf Beis, and in other places, uh, that it's brought down, Achrein and bring down, that Rizal felt that you should only have relations on Shabbos itself, Leil Shabbos. And he basically. Many say it's basically it's connected halacha, and he says pesuka. You do like the halacha, and and the Ramosha adds a little point here. Is again he, he talks about that the zechiyev to be bail to to have relations and every oina even during the week and by leil and so on yitzel all these things that are beferish and halacha. And he says, fascinating, that one of the reasons in Ka'api Kabbalah that the Arizal says Leil Shabbos, I'm sure there's other reasons, but one of them is, is especially on the Pruvu aspect of it, to conceive a child with the Kedusha of Shabbos. But what the Rav Moshe says here, he says, ha-mitzvah, because of the Shus of Aina, Yitan Hashem Nefesh Kedusha Af Shehu Bechayl. He says, because if during the week you have a Chi of Aina and you perform that Chi of Aina, then Hashem will give you the schos to give you a nefesh kedusha, holy soul in your child, afshuhu b'chayl, even though it's weekday. So it's clearly bizman and this is pretty clear that this oina mishabbos l'shabbos, we're not in that gather, b'derech to be in that, and that the minimum of a couple generally should be, like you know, aspiring towards twice a week, and. It's brought down also that if you shift, if it's Friday night, they're very tired, or whatever the reason is, and you shift the Aina to a different night, a different two nights a week minimum, then there's nothing wrong with that. And um, basically, you know, that happens in married life. It could happen very much, especially if they really had a rough week and and it was, let's say, early, whatever it is, and, and Friday they're totally both completely wiped and sometimes they may choose to do that or they just simply don't have the kayak or whatever it is, then to switch it is not is not an unhealthy thing. It's actually something that is okay to do. And according to most, that frequency of a minimum of twice a week is not just an ideal, it's not just a suggestion, it's a full-fledged chiv that you have towards your wife. 
Again, quoting the Igris Moshe in Ebenezer, Chela Gimel, Simen Chavches, that um, he brings down that Sheyesh L'Tamachachem is Manazel L'Kayim Oyne Shtayim B'Shabbos at a minimum. Not uh, not once a week, but twice a week. And V'chein Hoira Gamgo Oyne Zmanenu, and V'hini Gamani Oymerkein. And I say the same thing. And Vani Moisif, and he says also the Ikar Oyne is when the wife desires it. And explains also, he brings down from various farm because of the Pritzas Hadar these days, there's a more of a chuka for these things for more than once a week. And therefore, from the Iker Oina, it's already more than once a week. And even if the husband may not recognize in her these simonim of that desire for more than once a week, you could be toiling it that it's, it's because of tzniyas or whatever the reason that she's not openly expressing that desire. But you cannot, generally speaking, minimize more than twice, more, less than twice a week. This is pretty much the consensus, I believe, from most Rabbonim and Paiskim and Gedolim. But again, like I said, if you have any questions about it, please do ask your own Rav. And again, I'm just going to reiterate what the stipler brings down in his letters. And it seems like it's it's harsh, but but it's something that it needs to be put into the consciousness of every single husband that when you have a chiv to be intimate, because you're, you're, it's an obligation, and you don't do it, you're a goslin. He doesn't say you're like a goslin. He says you're mamish a goslin. You're like a thief. Why? Because this is part of the chiv. A man who does not give the chiv oina towards his wife is no different than an employer who withholds wages from his employee, or a borrower who has the money it means to pay and refuses to repay a loan. This, this is similar to that. And and the stipler it, it brought down an Orchis Rabbeinu, Chelak Hay, Perakadusha, Simon Samazayan. He says of the Emestav is a Poshit Lama Oidhu, it's very obvious. The Aina Tsarchlushum Raya, you don't need any Raya for it. Shall I Gorgora Chiyovze Mikol Shar Chiyovim? This Chiyov of Aina is no less than any type type of Chiyov of withholding wages and so on. Vizilbe Kari Beiravu Vainasala Yigra. That's what Vainasala Yigra is. So, again, the Chazal do talk about different professions that if someone's, because they have a very taxing job, very time-consuming job, or a lot of physical effort in that job, sometimes too weak to perform it generally, more, you know, and, and sometimes you, there's heterim to cut it down. On the other hand, if you have an easier job and you have more time, or, or you have more you know, time on your hands and you're strong enough, you need to provide more than twice a week. The Gemara talks about this, Brunegeh, the dinner frequency. And, you know, Hatayolim, those who do not much and have a lot of free time, the Chiv is even every night, and so on. So it depends a lot on the profession and the Kayach and so on. But the guideline of twice a week is the general standard, according to most. And again, I'm going to reiterate, like I'm going to reiterate, reiterate a lot when I talk about these things, that are so um, depending on couples and situations to really talk to Mayra about it if you have any questions about it. Now, of course, there's also halacha that pruvu until you have one boy and one girl, um, then there's a mitzvah to engage als mitzvah's pruvu, besides the mitzvah aina, to an intimacy on every aina, and, and not to skip it, and so on. And 
for this concept of, uh, uh, you know, mechila from the wife, again, I'm not going to go into the pratim over here, and but it's not such a simple thing. Generally speaking, this concept, this mechila may not be wholehearted, and, and, and it's very complicated. So it really has to be with a sensitivity. When it comes to these inyan, inyanim, pretty much of being less than twice a week, I, I believe probably even if a couple mutually feels that way, they really should talk to Amayra about it. And if she needs more than twice a week, and it's pretty clear that she does, let's see, she's that type of personality, that she needs that physical connection more than twice a week, assuming you're capable of it, you have a chiv, that's, that's also a chiv. The times she tries to attract you, sometimes by flirting with you, sometimes by wearing certain clothing or certain makeup, certain jewelry, and in a weird way, even quarreling with you very often, which is important to know about women in general, they may say things that seem to be like they're trying to pick a fight with you or they're being needy and so on and so forth. And you need to see through it that very often it's a subtle expression of that, I really need your love, I really need your attention. And you need to sense if that's the case, then you have to take note of that and provide that for her. So that, in, in the Grismoish again, that Lanias daiti, it's he says, Hayanera, the Ika Aina, who the Ika Aina is, Bishosharoy at the time the husband sees, Sharoya Bal, Shehimishta Kekes al Bala. That he she desires to be with him. Brings down Rav and Psach and Dafaim Bez Khalik uh um uh Bez, Haivadam Lit Sameh Sishte Bidvar Mitzvah. He's Haiv to rejo- make his wife rejoice in Advar Mitzvah. And Shapir Shrashi Rashi says, Afila Shiloy Bishasai Nasa. Even not Bashasaina, if she sees, if he sees that she desires it, and Shuhiv Gomor Midairaisa. If even if it's let's say you made up the standard minimum of twice a week and you both agree to that, and that's what you're sticking to for the most part. But if there's a situation not on that regular night of schedule, if you already had relations twice a week and normally or whatever it is, normally it's fine with her. But here you see she really desires it, needs that closeness. It's a chiv gama dairaisa. V'chein, um, and he says that, And yoytzel aderech is the same idea. And al-kaponim, the Ramosha says, Kivan the chazin and shemasho isha misavis o mishtoikekes o isa chiv oine midairaisa. You see from here that when the Wife shows that she desires this. It becomes a chiyav oina medayraisa. Mistaber, it's mistaber shazel ik a chiyav oina shabetayra. Now that's the chiyav mefur shabetayra, and that's in the raiva that brings it down and brings out basically. So that is the idea. If she shows she really needs this and she wants this, even if it's not bezman oina, even if it's not scheduled, even if there was already a certain frequency of relations and she wants more. To provide it. Now, if there's situations that he really doesn't have the energy or the kayach for it, he's under a lot of stress, or he feels shvach, and he and then whether there's a chiv on the chibik venishik without it, whatever it is, all these type of specific shilas you could ask a myra about, but this is just a general guideline. But generally speaking, even if you have to attend night seder, you work around it if you see that this is a need. Or you need to catch up and work a different time. 
or even if you don't necessarily feel feel like it, but it is a chiyav, plain and simple. And again, you know, this is something similar where you put a hischayvus on the person, but you do it besimcha, similar to any other mitzvah, where sometimes a person does not feel it, or he feels it's a little bit of an oil, whatever it is, but just like every mitzvah, what he tries to do is to infuse as much simcha and mitzvah in the mitzvah and recognizing that you're doing the Ratzon Hashem. And that should hopefully, by contemplating this, to infuse a special simcha in the mitzvah. So just like with every other mitzvah, very often regular people have these nisyanis sometimes where they don't exactly feel that experience. You know, not everyone's on that madrega, for example, that every night, Hanukkah, they come with the same as Slavis and Simcha it should be that way. We aspire to it. But we know Leil Hanukkah, whatever, you had a hard day's work or whatever it is, and you're lighting. And even if the feeling, you don't have it, or it's hard to muster it, you do the mitzvah and you try your best to be putting your heart and soul in it, even if it's difficult. Mrs. Ayn is the same thing. You need to really put in effort Try your best to get to the point where you experience that simcha. Now, minadin, adin, when a couple wants to, they can engage in intimacy as often as they please. It does, that, that's medina, it's mutter, a relationship, but you made tahara when she's not a nida, it's time of tahara. A couple, if they say, I want to, we want to spend have intimacy every night, twice a week, day even, whatever it is, it is permitted. The Gemara does say, however, that it's not becoming of a Tamad Chacham, the Lushan is that they should frequent their wives like roosters frequent their chickens. Now, to explain this is basically, the Torah explains that it applies to everyone, not just Tamidei Chachamim. Um, he mentions Tamidei Chachamim that the generally the ones who are careful about these things. The idea behind that Gemara, he brings down from Rebarel Pavarsky, actually, you know, that the, 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 the idea, concept behind it is, what does it mean that, that you shouldn't frequent your wives too often like roosters? The Kavana behind it is that a per- person should not make his whole life about Tashmish. His whole life can't be focused on the sexual aspects then that's really the key of this. It's unhealthy to be hyper-focused on Tashmish. First of all, it's not the tachlis of life. It's a means to get closer. It's, a, it's, a, it's an important thing, but it's not the tachlis in life. When, again, with young couples, the tendency is to hyper-focus on Tashmish. With couples that are married for a few years, unfortunately, it's the opposite problem. They under-focus on Tashmish. So each couple listening, depending on how they know their marriage is, and unfortunately, from what I understand and hear and observe, and what I'm told, with many mar- couples that are married for years, and again, once the children come and the oil aparnos and everything, very often there's a problem of under-focusing of Tashmish. That's a bigger problem than over-focusing of Tashmish, but nevertheless, one needs to know this. Uh, a man's head... Need cannot be focused. This cannot be the, his hyper-focus of his life. That's an unhealthy thing. So, so unhealthy sometimes, it could actually be not healthy to overindulge in this physically, like the Rambam brings down in others. 
So again, strictly speaking, in the Yemei Heter, the couples aren't limited to how many number of times they can engage in intimacy. But this general guideline of Ashkafa, to be careful with it and to, to really use it in a healthy way with a proper balance and a couple works out between themselves how to go about it, that is something that is a healthy, truly, with communication to work through and to thrive. And this is the goal. The goal is, and we're going to be mamshich in the next year, that a couple could work things out between the two to find that happy medium, generally speaking, between each other. Now, if they could work it between each other, believe shalom, when they're totally in sync and they get each other, and they work out a specific program of frequency and how it goes about and how often and when, yeah, when no and when, and they're both happy with it, that's a beautiful thing. If you need help with it, or if you feel there's a strain in the marriage when one wants it a lot less than the other one, for whatever reason, and, and, and if you could resolve it on your own, that's beautiful. And if not, don't be embarrassed to speak to a, a confidential a, a Rav who's sensitive to these things, or a, or a, or a counselor, or even a therapist, whatever it is, to work it through. Don't bury it under the rug and 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 without communication, it could fester this hurt feelings of of this withholding if they're not on the same page. So if they have they're able to get on the same page with this on their own, you need to do so. And Baruch Hashem, hopefully, in many couples, they're able to do so. But if they need help with this, they realize that they're, they're, they're having trouble finding whatever that medium needs to be in their own marriage, not to be embarrassed, and to go and speak to a Rav about it. Let every each one be honest and open about what their needs are and how they feel about things and how it works. And usually a Mayra or a sensitive counselor will be able to give advice on to make it, in uh, to figure out that medium and that balance to make it happy and satisfactory for both the husband and the wife. Brocha and